Last week we mentioned the Pasuk in the end of Parakein Yirmiya, where it says, all Goyim are Arelim, and all the basis of Arlelev. So after in that Parakein Yirmiya is referring to the Mirma of Yaakov and the Mirma of Bnei Yaakov speak Sholem and, and in their heart there's there's Myra of uh, an ambush so at the end of that parak he says and the parak test he says that that Israel is also a Raylan and they live so he said it's because they said Continuing this point, they, they were miraming them about the Milo. And that's what to clarify. They told them, they told them, you'll be like us. Bnei Yaakov said to the people of Shechem, Tiyu Kamoinu. So, Tiyu Kamoinu. So, either that would mean that they should be Mahal, everyone should be Mahal, but that everyone's Arelim. We're all Arelim together. So Yirmiya is saying, since it was Bemirma, so it doesn't really mean, so the Tiyu Kamoinu doesn't really mean they wanted them to be Mal. It's not, that wasn't really the objective. Therefore, the Tiyu Kamoinu works against them. It's like they're saying, we're like you, instead of you becoming like us, because they weren't really out to accept them. So that's what Yirmiya is doing there. Tiyu Kamoinu to be Mal, and it was Badam Bemirma, so Mamelo, therefore Yisrael is Arlele. Okay, now up to Pasuk Haval. Fa'anoshim ha'ele. Shleimim heim itonu. Shleimim heim itonu. What does that mean? Rashi says it means Devi Shalom and Belev Shalom. And the Benazir says that they are here for Shalom, in peace. So now, that's not true. They weren't, they weren't attending peace. And that's what Yirmiya says, the Empiric Test. So they made it seem like they were Shalom. They made it seem like they were Shalom. Which is not so obvious that they would be because there's some tension between them. Considering what Shalom did to Dina. So, and, and, and indeed they were ambushing them. They were setting a trap for them. But Piv was Shalom. And therefore they thought, they fell for it, and they thought that they were Shleimim. Okay, this statement that they're Shalim, it's like, and we discussed this in the end of Paraklam and Gimel, it's like, like Yavah Yaakov, Shalim, Yerushchev. Yaakov would have been Shalim and Bishalim with the city of Shechem. This story is what makes that they're not, but they didn't let on. They, they pretended that they were still shalom. Okay. Now, we spoke many times, we mentioned that, about the parallels between Yaakov and Gidoim. One of them was that, Vayikra loy keil elokei Yisrael, when Yaakov builds a Mizbeach, and, and by Gidoim, 
It's Vayyumilay Hashem Shalim. Vayyumilay Hashem Shalim. We spoke about that in the end of Parakam Gimel. So, and we also said in the end of Parakam Gimel, Yaakov took the name Yisrael. Even though it was only given to him by the Malach, he still took the name Yisrael. In this story, it's Nevala Asabi Yisrael. Nevala Asabi Yisrael. If they are indeed Yisrael, then it's Nevala, and then they have to, then it's a terrible thing, and they have to take revenge. But if they're not Yisrael, then it's not so bad. So they're acting like they're Bishalim. So if you look at the Gidoin thing, the name Shalim, the Gidoin got, and the name, and the name Yisrael, the Yaakov got. And Yaakov maybe shouldn't have gotten the name Yisrael, he shouldn't have taken it, because it was from the Malach, it wasn't from Hashem yet. So let's, if you look at that and say, okay, well, maybe you should have had the same Shalim, which is what Gidoin got from the Malach. Just if, if you go with the parallel completely, Yaakov got the Shem Yisrael, and that was a Shem Fukfuk. He wasn't so posh for him to have it or to keep it. Gidoin in the same story got the Shem, got the name Shalom. So had Yaakov not had the Shem Yisrael, had he not taken the Shem Yisrael, instead he would have had the Shem Shalom. Had they acted like Yisrael over here, had they, had they let on that they were Yisrael, they would have said, we're Yisrael. So Mela, it's a Kherpa. Like we spoke last week, it's the Valas of Yisrael, and they would have let on how terrible it is. Instead, they acted like they're not Yisrael, and that's the point of Ayinu Lam Echod, that they weren't acting like Yisrael. So what are they acting like? Instead of acting like Yisrael, they're acting like the Sholem. And that's the other name in this kind of story, the, the non-Yisrael name, the one that Gideon got was not Yisrael, it was Sholem. And they're acting, indeed they're acting in Okay, but this is some kind of Sholem here. This is a fake Sholem. And ultimately, it's going to lead to a Bochama. So I want to first show two places where we have this kind of shalom, and I think it's a, related to the passion. One is in Micha, Herek, Hey. Micha, Perek, Hey. We've been, we've been going through a lot of Micha, and this is where it's up to, the story of Yaakov is here. This is here in Perek, Hey. Meaning, and then the Imperic Dalid spoke about the limping one. It's going to gather, and then there's Migdal Eder, which is later in our Prasha. And then there's a birth, the Yeleda, that's Rachel. And then we spoke about the Imperic Dalid, plus you could give him a Kumi Vadoshi Bastia, the legs of Copper, Gamalach. Okay, kids are many, many people kept on going. We really went back to the end of Pashvayetze. And then a parakade is Beslechem. And a Yuleida. Again. Okay. Pasuk Dalad and Parakade. This is going to be the Sholem. The Sholem is going to be there. When Asher comes, we're going to set up people against him. It's a very interesting Sholem. The Sholem is going to be there. When Asher attacks, we're going to go against him. And that, that's what we're up to here. There's a, a question of the Sholem. What type of Sholem Yaakov is going to have? So hold that place for a second. I want you to look also. The Shoftim. Yeah, the Shol. Right, right. But it's Sholem not because it's not going to be any war. It's going to be that we're going to put it against him. Right. Sending the Cherev against him. That's going to be the Sholem. Right. And we'll be the Sholem. Right. 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 
Okay, we'll get back to that soon, but for, uh, to hold that, but also in Shaftim, Perkhes Pasuk Tes, in Sefer Shaftim, there's Gidrin, so Gidrin got the Shem Shalim, like Yaakov, so a Malach, but the Mizbeach, Gidrin Hashem Shalim, it's the name of Hashem. And Gidrin went then to war against the Midianim. He has 300 men, as we discussed. He, he, lo- he whittles down the army to be the small number of 300 men. And in, and in, in Perak Ches, he's traveling past Sukkos and Penuel, and he's asking them, he hasn't yet captured the, the generals of Midian, and he's asking the people of Sukkos and of Penuel for aid. And they said, no, we're not going to give it to you. You haven't yet won, so why should we give you bread? So Gideon said, okay, so when I do win, I'm going to punish you. Then he goes to Penuel, as the Pasuk has, and Anshe Penuel told him, same as Anshe Sukkos, when I return in peace, I'm going to smash this tower. Which he did. Which he did. And, and we'll get back to this later, but I'm not putting out that Yaakov has to return Bishalim, and his Shalom turns into Machama. Gideon gets the shame Shalom, and he says, when I come back Bishalom, I'm going to do a violent act. And it's very significant, I think, in the Gideon story. Okay, now if you go back to Amos, back to Amos for a minute, to Micha, I'm sorry, back to Micha. So Micha, it says, the Shalom is going to be that we're going to take the Cherub against Ashur. And then, further in Micha there, Pasuk Zayin, in Pasuk Zayin, it says, So the Sheyavis Yaakov is going to be like a lion. Okay. Um going to be like a lion. So we spoke about right um, in, in different in different places. One of them was by David. David, when he fought against Goliath, he said, "I could fight against Goliath." So he could fight against Goliath, the Oral, the Plishti, the Oral, and get the daughter of the king. And also in 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 almost the pasuk that says. Like a person bumps into an Ari, and then he comes, then he... So Yaakov Lamaisa won or survived the Ari and the Daiv. So then that's how he knows he's going to survive the Nachash as in Shem Hachivi. And he's got his, his shalom turns into cherev, but it's going to be a cherev against Shem, the Nachash. And Yaakov is going to be the line instead of the reverse. Okay. So for now, I'm just pointing out. The Iker is like this. They're saying, Shleimim Tanu. Really, this is a, a fake shalom, a shalom that's going to turn into cherev. The only shalom that they're going to have from Shem is because they're going to be able to kill him. Right then, Pasuk Hafa'ala, V'yesh Vubarat V'yizcharu Aesah. So this is like Pasuk Yud, except here it adds that the Aretz is Rachavas Yedayim. Because here there is possibly two reasons. Either they're telling the people of Shem why they're Shleimim. Don't worry, they're Shleimim because there's enough land. Or there's no need for war. Or they're saying, don't worry about them living here because it's Rachavas Yedayim. So there's enough space for everyone. This is the opposite of what 
but it says in Pasuk Tess. In Pasuk Tess it says, you'll give us your daughters and take our daughters. And here they said, we'll take their daughters and give them our daughters. So how they have a right to, well, how they switch it? And then we'll see Pasuk of Gimel or something even more, a more significant change. Pasuk of Bez is exactly like Pasuk Tesvav and Tesvayim. That's To be like them, to be Mal Kozachar, then be a Shavnu Yitchem, and we'll become Amechor. Now, Pasuk of we have something shocking. All of the Mikna Kinin and Behemo is ours. Let's just accept their terms, agree with it, and let them live with us. Why? Because then all their mikna, kinya, and behemoth are ours. Why? Why? Neiz's chus is everything of the Bnei going to be theirs just because they accept them to be anachad. Since when does it all belong to, to them? Dafka to them. So that message is like this. They didn't say anything about Dino. This is a whole different story. What they told the people of the, of the city, they didn't say a word about what happened, what the true motive here. True motive was Shem wanted to marry Dina. So fine, we can't do this because you have an Arla, so you have to all become Gemal. They didn't say a word about that to the people, it's a natural reason because Shem Nasibum Bagaz like they want to like why would they all do the Mila just for Shem? So there's no word about the Mila. What they told them was like this. And and this idea I got from this this the one one knetch of it is from Ramajad Valley. He says like this. He says, Shlevi Mehmitanu, that's a big Kiddush. These people are here in peace. Peace has been achieved. Meaning, even though they had good reason to, to fight with us, still they didn't. So that tells us that these people are committed to Sholem no matter what. No matter what, these are people of Sholem. Imkain. Imkain. Let's, let let's get them to live with us because we could, could, we could continue taking advantage of them. As Benoisab Nikahlonu Vesbrasin Tilahem, which is the opposite of what was offered, because look, they're Shlemim, so we can take advantage of them. Let's just do what they want so that they can live with us, because then Miknaim, Miknaim, Nukhabahem, Malaladuhim. Same way we took the Dura by force, and yet they were committed to Shalom. So we'll be able to take their Miknev, the Kinyan, and Behemoth, and the daughters. And, uh, and everything, and they're never gonna, they're never gonna hurt us. So the Vinesha says this, the Vinesha just points out, he says that by saying they're planning to do evil against the Bnei Yaakov. And Yves Bechosha points out and that this came back against them. The significance of Pazikov Ches, the fact that Bnei Yaakov took Tzoynom Bekar Mechamireim is because they were threatening, they threatened to take the Mikna Kinyan and Old Behemoth of Bnei Yaakov. So Midi Kinek and Mida, they got <coughs> they deserve the punishment of them taking all of their things. So that means there's another there's another element of here that because what they said, because of how the Anjishem responded to the offer, the the the, the actions that the Binayakiv took were justified. They threatened, they were threatening the Binayakiv to they were threatening <coughs> to abuse them because they said, look, the Shlaim, no matter what the Shlaimim. So Mela, we can, we can continue abusing them. So the Bnei Yaakov said, no, that's not fair. And, and uh, they preempted that. Possibly it's part of the Mirma. Not, the Mirma is not just that they lied to them. The Mirma is that they, 
they lulled them into thinking that that they could they could further abuse them, and then which justifies then preemptive action to some extent at least. Okay. So now I think we can understand something else. Yaakov was quiet. Yaakov was hecherish. And when the Bnei Yaakov spoke B'Shalom, they spoke B'Shalom, they took that as a reason to make Mechav, meaning they took the fact that they were Shleim Mimitanu as a reason to harm them. They're Shleim Mimitanu, therefore we could harm them with impunity. Okay, so... We'll get back to Yaakov's Hechosh soon. First, let's look at Tehillim Kufchof. Tehillim Kufchof talks about Sfas Sheker and Loshen Remiel, which are like arrows. And then it ends that my Nefesh is living with a, with a hater of peace. I am Sholem. And when I speak, Shalom. Hey, Mala Mucham. So there's this Vasar Mia. And, and look what happened in our Pasha. This, the Mirma of the Bnei Yaakov caused the, the Shem and Hamar to talk Mirma to their city and threaten the Bnei Yaakov with more Mirma. We could, take, we could abuse them because they're Shalom. So, and when they spoke Shalom to them, because they spoke Shalom to them, the Anshishem took that as an, as, as an opportunity for Muhammad, at least, at least monetary Muhammad. Okay? So, if it's a Remistar Pasha, Ani Shalom, I am Shalom. I am Shalom. So, Gideon's name was Shalom, and, and the alternative was, was to take the name Yisrael. Had they not acted like Shalom, they would have acted like Yisrael. If they would have acted like Yisrael, there would have been an open declaration of Muhammad because we're Yisrael, and therefore it's a kharpa, and if you don't get that, then you're in big trouble. Which they were indeed in big trouble. But that would have been an open... If they would have said, I am Yisrael, that would have been a, a declaration of Muhammad. Instead they said, I am Shalom. I'm not being Yisrael, I'm being Shalom, like Gidoy. I'm being Shalom. But when they... Because they suggested Shalom, I am Shalom, when, they, when, the, when these people see Shalom, they take that as an opportunity to make Muhammad. Okay, now, in Mishlei Perch of Ches and Chavtes, which are the, the Prokim that are, we, we were up to in Mishlei, there's a lot that's explained on this passion, meaning, I don't have to remind you that Perch of Vav and Chavzayin, Vav and Chavzayin, all about Yaakov and Esau. So it continues. I think the last possible we spoke about was Perich of Ches, Yudalid, and Tezvav. So tonight, for the we're going to start with Tezvav, and we're going to go through, through the whole, not the whole, through Perich of Ches, Pasuk explains many things about this story, and I think it will also explain Yaakov's being quiet, and some other Nakudas. Okay, so let's start Perich of Ches, Yudalid. I'm sorry, Pesach Tezvav. 
So again, we have the Ariya and the Daif. The Rasha who rules on the poor nation over the poor nation is like Ariya and the Daif. So that would be that would be the Moshal Shem and Chamar being Moshal against the Amdol of Yaakov and his family, and he's like the Ariya and the Daif. Let's skip the pasuk of base. Nivhal lahoyin ishra'oyin. An ishra'oyin is nivhal to get hoyin. They're very excited about the money they're going to make. By say, right? By by because he's a nashma shleimim. The lo yeda kichesli yivoyin. He doesn't know that eventually they're going to lose. They're going to lose their money. Mechiyach adam acharayichen yimtov emachalik loshen. It would be better. It's better to give teichacha than to be machalik loshen. There's no teichacha in the shar. We spoke last week. I think it was the pasuk in Amos. Remember, sonu bashar mechiyach. And the shar is supposed to be teichacha. Right, that's an Amos parakei. And right. And um, instead. The Bnei Yaakov are machalik loshin to the Anshei Shchem and and and, and to Shchem and Chamar and Shchem and Chamar are machalik loshin to the Anshei Shchem. They trick them into thinking that everything is good and that we're doing this to get money, and that wasn't really what it was about. Pasuk of Ches bekumer shoim yisaser adam uba'avdam yevetzadikim. It's obvious kumer shoim. And then pasuk of te, a pair of tes pasuk aleph, we have something about nishtei chachos. Okay, again te chacha. Revoice tzadikim pasuk beis. Revoice tzadikim yismach amuv shoyl rasha yonachom because the rasha that's moishal shchem moishal causes a nechot to the whole am. He is not an ishchach who is misameach his father chamor. He's the royal zaynus and therefore loses hoyim the, the money. Melech b'mishpat yamid aretz. King has to do mishpat. He's not. It's the opposite of mishpat. Hatzigu bashar mishpat was another pasuk in Amos Hay. Gever machalik al reyehu. When a person talks smooth talk to his friend, reshes peres al pa'amav. He's really setting a trap for him. That's the shvatim talking bachalukah bachalakis. That's setting a trap. Befesha ishra moikesh. When there's an ishra, there's a pesha that causes a moikesh that causes a stumbling block to his people, or maybe to himself. Mitzadik yonim rizamech. Yadeh tzadik din dalim. We had the Rosh who's Moishal on the Amdal. The Tzaddik knows the din of the Dal, which is Dino, who was abused. The Rosh Aloyov and Das. Anse Yilosin Yafichu Kiryo. Yafichu Rosh doesn't mean they cause a flagration. They cause the whole Kiryo to go on fire. So the Anse Yilosin and Shem and Hamar cause the whole Kiryo to go on fire. Vachacham Yashivu Af. The Apostolic Test is very important for one of the Parashim. Ishchak, I mean the whole city, the whole city ended up being destroyed because of Anse Yilosin. That's Apostolic Test. Now, pasuk test. Ish chacham nishpat as ish avil. When an ish chacham is debating or arguing about something with a fool, there's something that they have between them that they're trying to adjudicate and, and talk it over. The rogas v'sochak ve'inochas, which means according to Rashi and Chazal, if he'll get angry at the avil or if he'll laugh at the avil, either way, einochas. Nothing's going to get. It's not going to end pleasantly. Which means like this: you have a chacham and an avil. So the evil doesn't understand the Chacham. So let's say maybe the Chacham should get angry at the evil. What's that going to accomplish? The evil's not going to, it's still not going to change. Elamai the Chacham should laugh and say, no big deal. 
So then the evil is also not going to work because the evil is going to take that and that's gonna, he's going to take that further and he's going to say he's going to justify his, his eveles and say, look, he doesn't even take it so he doesn't even think it's a big deal. So there's no, there's no, there's nothing to do. A chokhmah and evil cannot be nishpat. It's not going to work. So that's Yaakov's harisha. Yaakov's hecherish. Why? He's hecherish because there's nothing to do. If he's going to say I'm Yisrael, and therefore this is a terrible thing, but they're, but they're, but 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 Hashem and Chavah are the evil. They're not going to understand that. So that's going to be roigiz. It's not going to get to nachas. It's going to be roigiz. Roigiz means an anger which is not uh, not understood, just pure, pure anger. So he's Yisrael. They don't understand that. They're the evil. It's nothing to do. Elamai should be sochak. Which is what the what the Shvatim did, what the Bnei did. They were Sochak. They said, oh, "We're good. We're good. Everything. It's okay. It's okay. We just want. We just want Milo." So, so what happened? That's a Nachas, because because that led to Mochama. Ani Shalom Mechiadah Behemel Mochama. So either way, there's no Nachas. That was Yaakov was Hecherish because he sees there's no way out, and um, there's no way out. Yeah. Then what? Hecherish. There's nothing to talk about. I guess nothing to talk. I don't know. Right. That's a good question. There's nothing to say. And the Bnei Yaakov also knows nothing to say. The way we were saying before, the Bnei Yaakov also knows nothing to say, but that's good for maybe part of the Mirbo, that they're going to they're gonna get them to the point where, where there's no excuses anymore. You make, right, they, they cause them to, to decla- basically to declare that they're going to abuse them further, and then that justifies their actions. Possibly, possibly. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Next pasuk. Anche domim yisnu usam. The people of, of blood hate the tam. The yisham yivakshu nafshe. The nevakish the nefesh of the oh, and the yisham yivakish the nefesh of the tam. I guess. Okay. So there's a tam and a yasha here. Kol ruach yitzik sil. The sil takes out all his ruach. Says everything. Ruach chacham baruch yishabchena. Pasuk good base. Moishel makshav al devar sheker. This is another important pasuk for our passion. Moishel makshav al devar sheker. Kol mashar sevishar. A moishel who listens, who heeds false words. That means all his mishraim are mishraim. So I'm not sure what this possibly means. So one pshat, which I think is a very good pshat. If if a moshel is able to fall for sheker, why is he fall for sheker? Why does a moshel fall for sheker? Because you make machnefim and you machlek loshin to him. You make him feel good because he has a very he has an inflated sense of self. So mamele he doesn't sense when something is sheker. He doesn't sense when something is sheker. Said only to only. Only to um, flatter him. So then, call Mishael Because if he's a Moshel, that means he's not a good Moshel. That means he has Gaiva. That means he has Gaiva. So therefore, it's a simon that all is Mishael Sevarashan. So Yaakov, Vene Yaakov, we're saying Sheker to, to Shechem. How does it work? Why does it work? How come he doesn't have this being Sheker? Stop ignoring the whole thing. Shleim him, Tonai, Yitachim. Tarot says, he's, Tarot says there's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with this Moshal. A Moshal who's, who's a Maksha Valtra Sheker, it's a simon that he's susceptible to Hanufa. That means he's, he's the Ari and the Dayu. He's the bad Moshal. Neva Lahain. All these, the negative descriptions that were described earlier, the Raya Zainis, that's why he's susceptible to Vasheker, because, because he has Nagias. So, so then if that's, that's what the Moshal is like, then call Moshal Savashayim, and the next, before you know it, the whole city is being. Could be destroyed. This is the right way to be. Again, the dal and the melech has to be shayfed. But MS, he's going to have the cake. He's going You need shayfed with the chachas for chachma, but the nar mesholach, the nar who just does whatever he wants, that's shem. Mevish imoy, he's with the reboy of a shayim. Yerbe pesha, tzadikim see their downfall. This is advice 
to Hamar, who is being led by the led by the leash. Is the expression right? The leash. Whatever. Shem is walk is basically he's 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 helping Shem out instead of the opposite. He should have been giving Shem Musar and made a mensch out of him instead of letting him be a, a na'ar meshulach, right? No no na'ar meshulach like that. Okay, so we see that this parasha is Nidrash Yofa Yofa as a Hemshech on Yaakov's, on Yaakov's story and it tells us that Yaakov is the Chacham who cannot talk to the evil and that by the Shiva, by the Bnei Yaakov, so it gives us a few different additional insights into, the, into the, what Bnei Yaakov are doing. By the Bnei Yaakov talking to Shrem, they demonstrated that he's never lahain, and if we, he, he deserves to lose his hain. Um, they showed that he's a Russia who's Machshavel Vasheker, so that means it's problematic. It's a problematic Moshe, and the whole um gets a Anacha because they have a bad Moshe, a Moshe who doesn't judge the Dalim like the Tzaddik does, is done the din of the Dalim, so that's Dino's who's abused. And he's supposed to be judged by Emes. He's supposed to have Mishpat and Techecha in the Shah. Okay. That's that for Mishle. So, so let's go back to the Gidoin story a little bit. So, so the Shleim Haini Tanu, L'chayr the Shalom, they present themselves as if they're B'Shalom. But that turns into Chayr. Turns into war. So we mentioned that Gidoin, so Shreftim Perik Tes, Gidoin said, Shuvi B'Shalom Shreftim Perik Tes, Gideon says, when I return B'Shalom, I'm going to smash the Migdal. It's very ironic. So he's coming back in peace, and that's when he's going to be serious violence. Similar to Yaakov, who's supposed to be Shafti B'Shalom, and then look what happens. The B'Shalom turns into war. Now, the story by Gideon, I think, is very significant. I think the fact that he, I think, I suggest for now, the fact that Gideon said, when I return B'Shalom, I'm going to smash the Migdal, is what caused that there wasn't Shalom in his family, and, and the peace between his son Avimelech and the people of Shechem ended up falling apart. And that was a, you could trace that back to, to the way that Gideon acted to Sukkos and Penuel. So look what happened in Berkhes. He said to Nanshi Sukkos in Pasukei. He went to Nanshi Sukkos and he said, give me bread. He said, we're the sorry Sukkos and we're not. So, so Gideon said, okay, when I come back, I'm going to punish you guys. And then he went to Penuel and they said the same thing. And he said, when I return back, I'm going to smash the Migdal. That's what he did. Okay, and then we know the story. He had 70 sons, and he also had Avimelech. And Avimelech is like Yosef. And uh, Avimelech takes over the kingdom. Says, don't you want to have 70 kings? You want to have one? Okay, and then he rules in Shechem. This is in Perictes. He rules in Shechem. Avimelech rules in Shechem. And then there's bad blood between Ruach Ra, Perictes, Paschal, Gilles, Ruach Ra, between Avimelech and the Baal Shechem. Baal Shechem no longer get along with Avimelech. And Gal ben Eved. Gal ben Eved uh, raises on the Baal Shechem against, against Avimelech, fine. And they end up being a war between Avimelech and the people of Shechem. So this is in the end of Perak Tes, starting from Pasukah. Membez, there's a war in the Sada, Avimelech wins against the ear, and he kills, the, he smashes the ear of Shechem. Now Pasukah Memvah, all the Baal Migdal Shechem, 
went and um, locked themselves in Tzuriah. I don't know what that means. Okay, so he took, he cuts a soichas eitzim. He puts it on his shoulders and they burned down the Tzuriah. And all the people of Migdal Shem died. And then he went to Tevetz. And there there was a Migdal Oiz. And everyone went on top of the roof of the Migdal. And that's how Himalach died. Because he went close to the tower. And the woman threw a, a Pelach Rechev. A millstone. It means on his head and smashed his skull. So he ended up dying when he, when he entrapped the people in a Migdal. The Bali Migdal Shem. And he, and he cut Soichas and burnt it down. And he was going to do the same thing. He was going to do the same thing. In Pasuk Nubes, he went to the next Migdal of Tevetz, the Migdal and he was going to burn it with a Soichoi. So I think, I would suggest, first that there was a Migdal, people of Pnuel, he said, I'm going to smash this Migdal. This is his father. His father, Gidon, said, I'm going to smash the, the Migdal of the people of Pnuel, and, and, he's, and, he, and he punished the people of Sukhois. So that came back to haunt him, because the Shalom didn't last in his family. His son, Gidon, when, when there was no longer Shalom between him and the Baal Shem, so they, he, he ended up killing them when they were in a Migdal by cutting a Sukha, Soicha, which is a branch of a tree. I don't know if the word Sukha and Soicha is really the same idea because typically they're made out of branches. I, I just meaning Soicha, a branch is used to make Soicha. I don't know if it's the same, same word. Um, okay, but then the next thing is that the Migdal is where he dies. So the point is, the point is that the Shalom of, of his return B'Shalom turns into war and then that, the fact that it turned into war stays in his family, stays in his, his dynasty, in his history. Similarly, Yaakov is Shav B'Shalom, but instead Shalom made turn into Mirma and that Mirma makes the Shalom turn into Cherev. Possibly, possibly this continues but again by Yosef, like Avimelech, because by Yosef, Yaakov tells Yosef, he nechech roim mishchem. So there should be shalom. There should be shalom between Yaakov and the brothers, but there couldn't be shalom. And in Shechem, Yaakov sent him to Shechem to find out the shalom, but there couldn't be shalom because the shalom was, was disrupted in this story. Because there was a mirma, so the shalom turned into Cherev that, that then carried over to, to Yaakov and his brothers not being able to be shalom. In Shechem, like Abimelech, who killed his brothers ended up not having shalom in um, with the people of Shem.